and welcome to Crafting a Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman, and I'm one of your hosts. Every week, we bring you interviews with makers of all kinds from all over the world that identify as female, non-binary, or transgender. This week's guest is Carla Mendoza. Carla Mendoza, also known as Untidy Maker on social media, is a Jane of all trades. Growing up, she was introduced to making through sewing and cooking. As an adult, she got into making with power tools, starting with concrete projects and working her way into welding. Pinterest and YouTube have opened the world of makers and her desire to continue to grow and learn. During the pandemic, she decided to take the leap and leave her job as a pharmacist technician and go full-time as a maker and carpenter. Now she travels where she is needed, whether that is to help work on remodeling a space or help make some sort of object. It was my pleasure to get a chance to speak with Carla and just learn more about her journey and the things that she's really interested in. I will make a note that there were some connection issues, so it's a pretty heavy, heavily edited um, episode this week. Uh, and so, which makes it a little bit shorter. Uh, still great episode and great conversation with Carla, though. Uh, before hopping into the episode with Carla, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon, starting with uh, two of the podcast sponsors over there. And that is Matthew of Artigiano Serio and Bonnie of Toolmom Bonnie, toolmomstore.com. Thank you both so very much for being <clears throat> full sponsor level of the podcast. And in addition to that, thank you to the rest of the uh, patrons as well. Candice, CJ Woodgreen, Lee, Lee Runyon, Annette, 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin, Lefty's Workshop, Christy, Twisted Twine, Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Laura Oakley Soap, Com oh, uh, Laura Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio Obey, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for your continued ongoing support on a monthly basis, um, helping make this podcast happen month to month. And uh, if you are enjoying the podcast and would like to find ways to help support it, please stick around to the end of the episode and I will let you know how to make that happen. All right, let's head on into the conversation with Carla. All right. Well, Carla, I like to start by asking my guests to introduce themselves. Would you do that for me? Okay. So my name is Carla Mendoza. Um, I guess I say I'm a maker. Um, my background is pharmacy and I no longer work pharmacy or I'm trying not to go back to pharmacy as well. <laughs> so we'll see, I'm trying. And when you say background is pharmacy, like as a pharmacist or as like- No, I'm a pharmacy tech. So basically okay. like assisting a pharmacist, yeah. Okay. And I also have my bachelor's in dietetics, but I have not done anything with that. <laughs> and okay. I'm probably not going to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I want to take kind of like a step back and ask a broader, like, what is your story question? Like the story of, you know, from 
baby Carla, like where'd you grow up to like getting into making and, and all of that good stuff? Oh, that's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's crazy because I, I keep thinking about it too. Like I, I'm I'm trying to figure out like what direction I want my YouTube to go. Mm-hmm. And so um that it's kind of like come up you know and I've, I've done a lot of filming but like never really edited it to put it out so like I mean I've yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that you're I mean I'm I'm this has probably helped me <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I'm like a scatterbrain you know I'm like mm-hmm. whatever's in front of my face is what I'm going to do yeah I get that I get it (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah um so I actually was born in Mexico but we came over right over I guess Mm -hmm. so I was here as an infant um um and we started in San Diego uh up until like I was seven I believe or around that age then we moved to uh, this area called Paris, and it's not Paris, France. <laughs> Paris is like in the middle of uh, San Diego and LA, so okay. I'm pretty much an hour and a half from both ways, um, and that's why my dad chose this area, because he was in uh, a carpenter or like, you know, mm-hmm. foreman, things like that, so, um, you know, they can go anywhere. Um, is it and- inland? Yeah, so Inland Empire. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I hope I, I, I find other people around here. <laughs> it's really like hard to find people. Uh, yeah, I know quite a few makers who are in LA area. Yeah, yeah. And a few in, in San Diego. Um, but yeah, I yeah. don't I know of any that are like more inland. I'm starting to find people, but I haven't like really reached out to anyone yet mm-hmm. too many but I'm I, I did meet up with a maker in LA so we're gonna see if we can start doing stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of people in like I feel in this area doesn't we don't get together like you guys do in the east I'm like what the <laughs> hell is wrong with us <laughs> um yeah so, so Paris <laughs> um yeah, this is like, a, I'm pretty much like an hour away from Joshua Tree, so it's, it's still desert area here, but um, probably 10 degrees less, I'd say, or around there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still gets pretty hot here. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, were you like, what were you into when you were a kid? What like interests did you have? So I'm one of four uh, and I'm the oldest. And my brother is about four years away from me. Like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so I was pretty like always by myself. and but I think I stuck around my mom a lot so I cooked with her and I anything she did I I learned mm-hmm. so like cooking sewing um I didn't do much cleaning which 
now as an adult is really hard because now I hate cleaning. <laughs> um, so I'm like, um, okay. So I, I learned all the trades, I guess, through her, like um, all the motherly trades. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. So uh, like I've been trying to get another sewing machine because I haven't had one since childhood, um, but they're pretty expensive. And uh, I, after going to Maker Camp, like I really wanted to get like a vintage one, but those are harder to find. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when did you, I guess, I don't know, move into um, maybe non-traditional female roles of um, making? Not until like 2019 where I started like getting tools. Yeah. Because I got a lot of pushback from like men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mainly like at first was my dad and then the guy that I was dating also was like telling me that I didn't need it any tools and that they had tools and tools and I'm just I feel like when it's your own stuff, you'll uh, use it differently. Mm-hmm. And uh, one else's things like I don't want to like break it or anything like that so I, I won't even ask if I could use it that's when I I stopped asking for help or I stopped yeah asking for help because they would cut the things for me and like it's never how you want it to be like they cut it wrong like I don't know it just uh, yeah so it kind of it forced me to like become a maker okay what was the first tool you ever used I want to say it was an angle grinder. Really? Uh, yeah, I think I think it was an angle grinder. Yeah. Um, I think I've always wanted to do like really work with metal. Like I just love industrial and it's always like concrete and metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been doing concrete stuff, I think, but I didn't really need anything for really you know it's just water and mixing yeah um yeah. but i was so bad at that project because i had a like a like a welder like a stick welder and so that's why i bought the the um the angle grinder because i wanted to use the welder and that one would gift it to me so i was to make something out of uh with the welder but it didn't turn out so well. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it, so it's fine. Have you done more with the welder since? Not that one. That's when I ended up buying my own. And then um, I've done stuff with that welder, but recently I halted because I got stuck with the, with the project. Like, it was a shelf. And so once I put the wood on it, it wasn't leveled. Mm. And so that's my problem. So I'm, I'm not sure. I think I need to buy something with a magnet and a level on it. So when I weld it, I know that it's level. Yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, how long have you been doing or been working with tools? Since 2019. Okay. So yeah. not a like super long time. 
No, no. Um, like before that, I the only thing I would use like is the hand drills, but I mean like I think that anyone use that really. So yeah. I wouldn't say that that's like a tool tool, like not till I started to buy like, you know, saws and things like that that I feel like is actual tool. Yeah. When'd you, when did you go to maker camp? That was this last year. So okay. 2000, yeah, 21. How'd you like find out about it and stuff like that? How did I find out about it? I honestly think it was uh, Jesse Uyeda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's because, yeah, I think it's hers. Because, I mean, I found Ben first and then her, of mm-hmm. course. And then I think she went one of the years and it looked so fun because it's like outdoor. I'm like an outdoor person. Mm-hmm. So it was like a camp, like it just was, it looked amazing. And then they did all like the things that I, you know, they had classes and I always wanted to do like more metal kind of things. So I knew that they, they did that and it looked like they were more like forging, welding. Yeah. So I was like, that's where I need to go. And um, I did buy my ticket, I think. There was another one too, Maker Central, I think. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to that too, but they canceled it because of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that place is amazing. I mean, the Maker Camp was amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jessie's not far from you because she's in Joshua Tree. So, yeah, you know, like you said, all of you guys need to like get together at some point. Yeah, I think we will. I think it's just uh, COVID also stopped a lot of people because we yeah. were already talking about things, but like things were like, you know, everyone's like, where are we going to do it? At? Like, uh, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so we're just like, okay, let's just chill out for now because COVID and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how long ago were you still doing the, the pharmacy thing? I've been doing that um, for about maybe 10 to 15 years. Um, I just, well, I think it was December, looks like the last. Um, I've been working with a pharmacy remodel recently that I met through, through that, through Kaiser. And um they want me to like see their tech, but I really don't want to right now. I'm trying not to. I'm I'm trying not really, really hard not to go back. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But I'm really I'm my problem is like selling. Like I'm not good at selling. So um that's my next hurdle. Yeah. When you say selling, I mean, are you talking like wanting to make stuff and sell it or like no, it's more Great like just selling it. Yeah. Um, I'm good. At, I'm like, I can make the things, but then when it comes to selling, like I'm, I can't put a price on it and sell it and be like, hey, this is worth like a hundred dollars. Like I'm like, that's so much money, you know, like to ask for. <laughs> for me, it's like crazy. Like I'm just a, also a giver. So like the things that I like that I make, I usually give for Christmas because I like to give nice gifts. So like, I rather like put, time and effort into it and like mm-hmm. give it and that's how that started is like all of this is just me giving to people mm-hmm. and or my friends and that was it like so it's it's hard to transition from giving to like selling for me do you feel like you have to sell to make an income like, yeah how I mean how I, I'm trying to figure out how to make an income but <laughs> yeah I just 
I mean, the like the content route, I mean, you talked about like, you know, YouTube channel type stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I, that's of course going to take a while. For yes, it, to, like, it, it definitely does take a while. Yeah. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I wish you could do that stuff like overnight in it. Just right. Yeah. Work. Just post it. <laughs> that's it. Yes. out there <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um yeah well I mean I kind of been following along like in your stories and stuff on Instagram so it sounds like I mean you want to make this your like full-time gig right I'm trying yeah or finding ways to make everything I think is the most what I'm seeing with other people as well like um like finding the right sponsors, I guess, and that really work with you, like you, something that you actually use. I don't know. I, I'm trying to like, I keep trying to talk to people. So I can, like, I like to learn first before I dive kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. Did you, were you even aware of this whole like content creation world? Um. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I I started, I mean, I found Ben first and then that's how I found everyone else. Um, but I think it's not until I started, uh, well, yeah, I found everyone else. And then that's when I was like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. So I started like, even though I've always been like super shy, like I'm like, oh my God, how am I gonna do this? But that's why I, I made another page because I felt very uncomfortable posting it on like my friends. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to pretend that I have another life over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you feel like putting yourself out there has like been going? Like, what's your experience been getting that started? Um, it's been fine. Like, great. I haven't had any like negative feedback, really. Um, I'll get stuff, random stuff here and there, but it's I think it's more men trying to control me, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm trying not to stay in, I feel like there's like a bubble that everyone creates and I'm trying not to stay in it. Um, and I'm also trying not to just be like a maker, like I'm trying to like, be, I guess, show more than that or be more than that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um Today's episode is sponsored by Athena Outfitters. Athena Outfitters is a quality workwear brand for hardworking women that sells everything badass beauties need to get the job done from work boots to basics. They curate the toughest essentials made to help you perform. Every piece is handpicked to seamlessly slide right into your daily lifestyle from rugged and roguish weekday wear to effortless weekend flair. You can fill your closet with gear that can do it all. So for Christmas, I ordered my wife like a very nice pair of slippers from Athena Outfitters and she loves them. Loves them so much that she has accidentally gone to the gym and the grocery store in them because they seem to never leave her feet. So definitely a place to go check out, go get the goods that help you not only out in the shop, but just in your daily uh, work around the house and outdoors. As a listener of the podcast, you can go to Athena Outfitters website and use coupon code M 
M as in M&Ms, 15 for 15% 15 off any purchase. So again, you go to athenaoutfitters.com and use the code MM15 and get 15% off of your purchase at checkout. I think it's hard to find like the story you want to tell. Like all of our lives are like big and complicated and you know have a lot of parts to them so it's like well what things do I want to share publicly and then like how do I weave that into something that like makes sense and gets people excited to follow along with what I'm doing yeah and not only that like who else are you talking about like yeah. in your saying your story because that's been my problem was like other people are like family probably don't want me saying things so that's kind of been like my hardest part was mm -hmm. what can I say what can I not say yeah I think that can be um a tough thing to find the balance too because yeah. it's like other people in your life like you love them and respect them so you don't want to like <laughs> throw them under the bus or anything like that but like yeah but it's also like part of your own story. So it's not something you can just like disregard altogether. Yeah, 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 exactly. What do you, it sounds like you've got a lot of balls in the air right now, like trying to figure out this and this and this, like what is, what yeah, is actually that's your... what it feels like. It yeah. does feel like I've literally thrown everything up in the air. I'm wanting to see where it's gonna settle kind of a thing. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> like, there's also like, I also want to move to Mexico for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and then my mom has a place up there that she really wants me to help her remodel. And like, she's also had people kind of come in and help like do it for her. And she's always like, no, I don't like how you're doing. You need to come over here and do it. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I, I have work wherever I go. And it's really hard. It's not hard for me to just go there and pick up and just keep going, yeah. you know? Um, the only problem for me right now is having how do I get my babies to go with like my fur babies to go with me or get them taken care of here yeah. that's my only problem but yeah that's why I'm I'm trying to stay like jobless like I'm trying to like find jobs that I can just help people and that's it um mm -hmm. what uh what part of Mexico is she in um, she is near two hours from Guadalajara. Okay. Um, that's the nearest like big uh, yeah. city. Yeah. Um, they are also uh, close to a few beaches. And then that's kind of like another thing I want to do is like, I want to rent somewhere near a beach for at least yeah. a month. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to go look for a place, wander, mm -hmm. and just see like what I can do there yeah yeah do you have like do you still have family in the states too here yeah um yeah I have um well all my siblings are here okay and then, um only a few cousins like I don't all the the whole family's in Mexico like the whole family okay. so it's really overwhelming for me when I go back because I, I lived here my whole life and mm -hmm. I've become very introverted uh, so going back, it's like 
the whole family is like really close and they're like very loud and <laughs> they're all want to go everywhere so I took them to Vegas once and I almost died <laughs> I just couldn't I was just like I don't know I was like everyone you do what you want I'm like I'll be over here <laughs> but I'm a translator so I'm like oh god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, did you, so you grew up here, um, was your mom here for a while before going back? I, um, so it's, I still have my parents, both my parents, mm-hmm. um, um, my mom, my parents were here up until last year, Okay. so after until last year, they start, now they're going back and forth, um, they'll come here. It's funny because people are like, what? Uh, they come here for the summer and then they go over there for, for the summer. I don't know. They just like year round want sun, I guess. Uh, yeah, they don't want the cold. So like, when yeah. it's cold, they're like, oh yeah, they don't want it. So, Which I'm guessing for them, cold is like 60 degrees. Like under 60, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, my mom also doesn't like it too hot. So I'm like, I don't understand you guys. Just, yeah. It's okay. I'm probably the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to qualify that because I live in the Midwest. And so like cold here is, you know, below freezing. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, after make a camp, I, I wanted to buy a, a, a plot up there. Um, but I don't know how I'm going to do it in the winter. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to do the same thing my parents are doing. <laughs> Is come here for the summer or like go there for the summer and come here for the winter yeah thing if I did that yeah yeah was that your was maker camp the first time you got to be around like a big group of makers yeah that was my first time or yeah 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 was it besides getting to do the classes like what was the best part of that experience about being around all these other makers just getting to know them like putting like I met so many new people hey makers today's episode is sponsored in part by toolmomstore.com at toolmomstore.com you can find any and all tool-based merchandise for all genders all sizes they've got mugs they've got shirts all kinds of cool stuff. I have uh, one of the shirts myself that has the uh, hashtag woodworker on it. And I also have a couple of the mugs that define what and who is a tool chick. So super excited with the merchandise that I have. I know that you will be satisfied as well. Um, And also great discount for those of you who listen to the podcast at checkout if you enter the code maker mom you will get a 20 percent discount off any of the merchandise that you buy so that's just toolmomstore.com all right let's head back into the action when you were talking about like you're picking up projects you know like just helping people out is it mainly like are you doing a lot of like um like renovation type stuff or um kind of because I guess I I started with my kitchen in I think the trailer and then I did my parents kitchen so I'm kind of more familiar with like redoing kitchens mm-hmm. um 
so when I went to help them with the pharmacy, that's what it felt like. It felt like it was just a bigger, like a different kitchen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, and then like I've been trying to convince my cousin. I asked her, I was like, do you want to do your kitchen? Like, and she's in LA, so maybe I can get other people to come over too while I'm doing that. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to see how I can like expand. Um, and but make friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you find yourself, when you were talking about selling, like, do you think you'd rather do more renovation type work or like make like stuff to sell type work? So that's kind of where I'm trying, another thing like I was thinking of, and I think that after I worked with the pharmacy that they kind of got my wheel train, like how they were able to open up their own place. And then they're like, oh yeah, you, you could do that. Like, or they told me like, my area is like, um, it's like less expensive. So I mm-hmm. probably be even easier in my area to like make a maker space. Because mm-hmm. I do have another maker in the area. And I think that we can get way many more. Like, I, I think it'd be easy. <laughs> Once you open it, people will just come, I feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I've been looking for that and I haven't found it. So I'm I guess and like what it what I've seen is that I'm when I'm at home like it's really hard for me to focus on anything so Mm -hmm. that's why I've been trying to pull myself out of the home like that it it helps me really focus Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think um like maker spaces are a huge like valuable resource that still outside of like big cities there really isn't like a lot of those type of places. Um, yeah. And I think they're good because, as you know, like tools are expensive. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, if you can create a space where like you can have tools and people can come and use the tools. And also get bigger tools yeah. because yeah. that's we're also so limited at home. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. What's your, what is your workspace at home? Um. The thing is that I am on a good amount of land uh, for it being in California, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, you know, it's just really full right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad always, like, he likes to collect things. And, like, we, all, we, all, we also have, like, five cars that don't work on the lot. So, I'm like, <laughs> those things take up a lot of space. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, so yeah, that's been the challenge was it's either um, like creating a space for it. So I did, um, my, my dad and I built um, a 10 by 12 workshop, mm-hmm. um, but that's like still not done. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think when you start, when you first think of a space that big, you think, oh, that's like huge, especially if you don't have like a space currently. But yeah. as soon as you get that space, like you fill it up right away and it's too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. Like right now I'm actually, re- I'm taking things out. Now that I've kind of like, I'm getting better. I'm like, okay, what do I really need in here to mm-hmm. make this more functional for me? Like, like if I don't need this table, like take out the table, put it somewhere else. Like um what tools do really need to be inside or outside um mm-hmm. yeah because I have more space outside so like now I really I really need to uh, get an auger or like rent one 
but I'm scared of it. So yeah, I need I need a lot of holes. <laughs> um, where did you? I mean, I kind of want to circle back to like all of these things that you're talking about and wanting to use and stuff like. It's all self-taught, all like, are you just like diving into yeah. like a ton of like YouTube videos to figure out how to do all this stuff? It's all YouTube, yeah. And when I was in college, that's when I was like looking into Pinterest and then Pinterest got me into YouTube and that's when I found Ben and then that's when I found everyone. So like it did took, like it took me to, you know, go through college and then figure out that I didn't love it. And then like I continued in pharmacy and I was super miserable and then COVID happened I was like yeah I'm not doing this <laughs> did having that like allow you though like to like save up to be able to kind of try to do what you're trying to do now oh my god no I did not plan anything um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thankfully I was doing like a stocks and crypto mm-hmm. um for fun uh during COVID and whenever I had like a, a, a chunk of money, I would in there. And so stop working. That's what I started using. You are definitely the first person I've had on here to talk about stocks and crypto as part of the plan. Awesome. <laughs> I hope I get a lot of people message me about it. Cause yeah, I like, that's how I, I hope I start investing money. Yeah. That's one of the things I really want to money into again yeah um i feel like whenever that gets talked about i feel old because i'm like i don't get it like i never understood stocks to begin with and then crypto on top of it like i just don't i don't uh, yeah it, 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 <laughs> i think that's what i like though like i mean it was during covid so like i think on off instagram because you know it got really mo- weird and moody yeah. and stuff so I left and then I, I need to focus on something. So I think I got, I think I got TikTok. And then that's when I, I, my content was, was focused on crypto at the time. So mm-hmm. you know how they push, you know, yep. content. So that's why I learned so much on that. And then from there, I took it to YouTube and then, uh, but I mean, I, I lost a lot of money too. So <laughs> taxes, I don't know, something yeah. like that yeah (laughs) yeah um so you've had a youtube channel focused on that stuff until now oh no 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 um i just focused my con like what i was searching for gotcha Um, i have youtube right now um the only thing is i've only posted things that are that i don't edit gotcha of like I'm building a tent um or like I I, I think uh shorts are kind of being pushed right now so yeah. a lot of times I'll see if I can transfer whatever reel I have on YouTube mm-hmm. um but I'm trying to see what does well and it looks like um so far welding and yoga do well on my YouTube <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I would love to see those two things like combined, like welding while doing yoga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've done some stretches before, like, yeah. things 
one time and someone commented, oh my god, you said like that's funny. I'm like, I I probably just I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being Carla. Yes. That's when they were like, Why do you do too much? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I I filmed it. Why don't I put it? I didn't want to take it out. <laughs> yeah, I've had more success on YouTube with the shorts than necessarily like my long form content. But what I don't like is like, sometimes I have a reel that's like really valuable, has like a lot of information in it, but maybe it's a minute long and I can't post that to YouTube oh. shorts because they will only take 15 seconds. It's like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're trying to follow the, uh, the TikTok algorithm thing. Yeah. 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 yeah they definitely like change up a bit like I feel like I finally dialed into like being able to like I don't know entertain or share information in just like 15 seconds and like I'll put that up on TikTok and then I'll get people commenting like you're allowed to put up you know like 10 minutes right now why aren't you giving us like the full like tutorial I'm like oh come on like <laughs> yeah, yeah they just switched it. yeah because now they're trying to be the next YouTube so that's actually if um probably good to like really focus on tiktok right now yeah <laughs> yeah so um i'm trying that's another one that i and like that one i did so different i mean it's still called untidy maker but yeah um i tried to do like more personal like i was just trying to like document myself like every day kind of a thing like yeah. whatever i was doing whatever whatever um it was maybe too dark, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, I, I think, I think, like right though, I think like, I think honestly, like TikTok um, is kind of like the first to do all these things. And like everybody else is like playing catch up always, like Instagram and YouTube and all of that stuff. So sometimes it is interesting. It's like, okay, let's see what new thing TikTok puts out and like how that goes over there. And then know that like Instagram's not very far behind it. Like it's gonna yeah. basically try to copy whatever yeah. <laughs> TikTok is yeah. doing. Yeah. Do you follow like people who um, talk about like the things that change? Cause I, I follow one guy and I feel like he's pretty spot on. Like whenever things change so like I don't know if you've noticed that um the new Instagram thing you could do um so that you're more searchable on like so you know your your where your name is at on yeah. top you can now put a, uh, an extended name mm -hmm. did you do that already yeah yeah I've got that done already and that's that's definitely helped like I don't know become more searchable like, yeah yeah like I think it's a search engine type of thing yeah 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 okay you did do it okay yeah I think you've had that for a while already right yeah but I recently like just changed it um you know I because like one of the things I love about this community is like everybody's pretty helpful on like trying to help everybody yeah. grow yeah um and so like it was suggested like at I did not have 
like power carver in my name and they're like but that's like what you're trying to sell so put power carver in there instead of maker so I did that and I think that's like just helped because I was always doing like like it narrows you yeah I was always doing like the hashtag power carving but it's like unless when you search unless you go over and hit tags like I'm not gonna show up so like put that in the name so that I'm more likely to show up when somebody searches for that that kind of stuff yeah um it's always a learning game though like always yeah but I, it's pretty interesting i don't know i yeah. guess i like following it oh my god girl <laughs> yes yeah. yeah no i definitely like, it's interesting but i think i don't know for me sometimes it's overwhelming because it's it's like it's not like it's not my full-time thing I'm watching our time and we are getting close to the end of our time together. So I want to make sure I give you a chance to let everybody know all the places they should go find you and follow along with you on. Um, I just have, well, I guess I have a YouTube. <laughs> um, don't, I, you know, it's still not, you know, yeah. still work out. <laughs> Anybody wants to help, let me know. Um, <laughs> So I think I'm actually just Carla Mendoza on there. Um, but it's on my link. My okay. Instagram. So on Instagram, on Instagram and TikTok, you're on Tidy Maker? Tidy Maker, yeah. Okay. How about on um, I believe I just switched it to Untidy Maker. Okay. All right. So again, that was Carla Mendoza of Untidy Maker. Um, and you can find the links to follow along with her in the show notes for today's episode. The best ways to find that is if you're listening to this on your podcast app, check the description for the episode, find the links there. If you're watching this on my Freeman Furnishings YouTube channel, check the description box down below. And lastly, you can head on over to Freeman Furnishings dot com forward slash podcast and find this episode as well as all the previous episodes be sure to follow along with the podcast on instagram that's at crafting a revolution all one word so again at crafting a revolution and there you'll find a link in bio to to um, lead you to all the ways that you can help support the podcast whether that's in a monthly ongoing fashion on patreon or perhaps just a one-time donation that's also available. Or if you would just like to share about the podcast and your uh, favorite makers you've listened to on there, make sure you tag us again at Crafting a Revolution on Instagram. And while you're there, go ahead and follow along with your host, myself, Katie Freeman. You can find me at Freeman Furnishings. And my co-host, Katie Thompson, you can find her at Women of Woodworking as well as pen and chisel. So hope to see you follow along with all of us over there on Instagram. Lastly, um, if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast, hit notifications so you get notified when there's new episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. If you didn't like today's episode, that's okay. Not a big deal. All right, so next week we are back with two brand new episodes. And in the meantime, as always, let's go craft a revolution. Mm